In last week's episode, we talked about what does it mean to survive in a time like this? But what exactly is the time right now? From sci-fi, we have terms like the churn or the jackpot. In spiritual terms, we could be living in the Kali Yerga or the fourth turning. The Anthropocene is also a popular term right now. In his new book, the writer, journalist, technologist and visual artist James Bridle suggests New Dark Age. Welcome to episode 1812 of PermanentlyMoved.online, a podcast in 301 seconds. Last night I was in South Kensington for a conversation between Ben Vickers and James Bridle at the Goethe Institute, an event in collaboration with Serpentine Galleries and Verso Books for the launch of his new book, New Dark Age, Technology and the End of the Future. The book is extremely good and I would encourage you all to go out and buy it. The book represents a consolidation and a synthesis of a lot of the work that James has been concerned with over the last, say, eight to ten years of his career. From mapping microwave high-frequency trading routes across the rooftops of London, to drones, to the late-night UK government deportation flights, and most recently, YouTube's algorithmic churn that scares children, and very much more. But all of these works are interwoven with a narrative, a narrative of technological feedback loops, conspiracies, concurrency, and complicity. The book feels very much like a horizon scanning, but not as an attempt to see beyond the horizon and to the future, but to recognise everything that is between the reader and the edge of the horizon, to at least feel the shape or at least the surface of what is occurring right now. In the introduction, he talks about the complex and vast technological systems and processes that we find ourselves enmeshed in, about which he says, quote, Our technologies are complicit in the greatest challenges we face today an out-of-control economic system that immiserates many and continues to widen the gap between rich and poor. The collapse of political and societal consensus across the globe resulting in increasing nationalisms, social divisions, ethnic conflicts and shadow wars, and a warming climate which existentially threatens us all. Across the sciences and society, in politics and education, in warfare and commerce, new technologies do not merely augment our abilities but actively shape and direct them, for better and for worse. It is increasingly necessary to be able to think new technologies in different ways and to be critical of them in order to meaningfully participate in that shaping. End quote. James does not seek to provide suggestions as to what we do in this book, but he does map the challenges very well. When asked at the event last night about the subtitle, particularly End of the Future, he spoke about how it doesn't mean that there will be no tomorrow, simply that the idea of the future is becoming smaller and shorter because of the challenges that we are in. For example, he explains in the book that we are facing challenges now predicting the weather. For the last hundred years, we've increased the amount of data that we have had to better predict and isolate a 10-day forecast. But because of climate change, these forecasts are now becoming less and less reliable because of extreme and unpredictable weather events. It is this shortening of the window of the future that the book's subtitle is concerned with. In the last chapter, Cloud, James says that the present is always where we live and think, poised between the oppressive history and the unknowable future. At the event last night, I really felt that there was a call from him for being present, embodied, and embracing indeterminacy, which made me think of Jaya Clara Brecker's newest published piece, I Saw the Blockchain at the End of the World and Turned Back, where she says, quote, But in this perpetual nowness, I would argue our eyes are frantically fixated on the future, what it will be, whether we are ready for it, 
whether we have sufficient skills, the required resilience, the necessary technology, and whether it will be the end of the beginning, utopia or dystopia. So much so that the now is not given much care at all. And she goes on to say, I urge you to shift your attention when considering blockchains or any bit of techno-utopianism to the indeterminate, the field of messy effects and possibilities rather than the determinate stories, the clean utopias and dystopias and ends of the world, the blank slates and new worlds that are easily suggested. It is the fear of indeterminacy that vomits up this need for a coming final solution, preferring the end of the world than acknowledge that maybe there just is not such a thing as a perfect forever after, only an ongoing and stunning, a process of folding and unfolding worlds. And so I think, for myself, to live in this new dark age. We need to gather around our stories, our tools, our friends, our relationships, and our wider networks, and be present with them and enjoy every moment. I hope that you've enjoyed this review, something a little different this week. My name's at the JMO, and this is permanentlymoved.online, my podcast in 301 seconds.